Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Becca, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hi. Hello. I was going to say something <laughs> stupid, like, I'm joined by my assistants, but I couldn't think of something fast enough to, like, <laughs> just be stupid. I'm my counterparts. By my, I'm joined by my minions. My secretaries um, <laughs> are on the line. <laughs> Hi. Transfer your call to the podcast. Um, well, anyway, welcome to the pod. Today is a fun-filled, sassy episode. We've got three sassy people today. I woke up just feeling sassy, and <laughs> Nicole woke up feeling sassy, and so did Adam. I don't really know how that happened. Yeah, we we all joined forces on the sass front. Yeah, we're all synced. That's yeah, what we're happens. Synced up. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about some etiquette surrounding interacting with people online specifically about plants because that is how it applies to us and I don't know I think that we've all we all have situations that we have experienced or been in that was like this doesn't make me feel very good and we just kind of want to talk about that and also how it can be better because we're here offering the problem and the solution so yeah we are that's what's going on in this episode but first we're going to catch up so I would love to hear about what's going on in your guys' lives. Lay it on me. What's up? <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> well, I was waiting because when you leaned into your microphone, I was like, oh, she's going to talk first. Okay, cool. So you. <laughs> you can go first. Okay. So this week, actually, I'm going to talk about what just happened a few hours ago because this is the highlight of my week. I met up with a friend on Instagram who I've been talking to for a long time. Her name's Josie. She's on Instagram. You can find her Josie's Faith Plants and Pets. It's a mouthful, but you can find her there. And then she's also on YouTube. She's new to YouTube. She only has a few videos, but her YouTube channel is Faith Plants and Pets. And she hold up is a cat. Are you saying fake as like F as in Frank? A K. Oh no, Faith. Faith. Yeah, okay, let me say that again. Josie's Faith Plants and Pets. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, fake plants? She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't have fake plants or pets or faith. <laughs> um, but she is so sweet, and we've been talking for a while, and she's a cactus girl, you guys. And she lives like 45 minutes from my house, so... Not only did I find another cactus girl in Illinois, but she's pretty close. And she has so many cacti that she has to bring in the house and she's trying to downgrade her collection. So she messaged me and she was like, do you want all of these Hoya? (laughs) And I was like, I died a little inside. 
And I was like, sure, what do you want for them? And she was like, oh, no, I won't accept any money. She's like, please just take them. You'd be doing me a favor. So she sent me some pictures of the plants, and I was really excited about it. I'm going to do a video about it, so I'm kind of excited about that. But I got there, and she just kept giving me plants. And I was like, I need to give this girl something. Like, I felt like I was stealing. I was packing my trunk with so many plants. And on the way home, I was like, wow, I think I have like 50 plants from her. And I didn't give her anything. I was like, please, like, I, she wants a variegated Hindu rope. So I have quite a bit. And I'm going to give her a cutting of that. But I'm just like, I need to I need to gift her something. So yeah, so Josie, thank you so much if you're listening to this. She's so sweet. And I had quite the come up today did that so does that stress you out okay because i i remember my my stepmom brought me that huge hoya carnosa that i have along Mm -hmm. with like a huge rubber tree one time and trying to find room for that huge plant like i was i was a ball of stress for a couple days and then (laughs) but that's that's the plant that like jump started my hoya love so then i like got over it and then i was like i'm in love with hoya so like I don't know. But seeing your posts on Instagram with those plants, I was like, that's so many plants. Like I would just, I would feel a little bit stressed. Well, so there's, there were three boxes in my trunk and they're little plants. They're not that big. Like the ones that are in the pictures are probably medium sized. So those will probably be the ones that, one's a Burley Marks and the other one is uh, widely fed in Sony Eye. So I'm just going to combine them with mine that I have because I need to repot them anyway so like the other ones are really small plants which I love I love starting with small plants so I don't think I'm going to have a problem finding yeah. space for them and I have a few that I'm going to gift to one of my friends which I told her she's got this sun porch so I uh yeah no I'm not very stressed but she kept on giving me plants and I was like okay this is stressing me out because I really do feel like I'm stealing half of your collection <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, it was great. <laughs> That's what really, about your week, Adam. Well, my week. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that that's really sweet that you were able to meet up with someone that you met online and that like you had that interaction, especially during a pandemic. Yeah, for sure. Although I'm, I'm like, I'm a hugger. You guys yeah. both know that. And it's really difficult for me because I met up with someone a couple weeks ago who bought one of the Hoya Chelsea's that I was just like... I cut up my Hoya Chelsea, propagated it to like grow. I rooted the cuttings and then I was just like, okay, well, here's a cutting for $10. Mm-hmm. Who wants it? And she was local, she's real sweet. Um, but we met up and I hated it because I felt like I didn't know where her comfort level was. I didn't want to impose. I had my mask on. She had her mask on. We were staying far from each other. But like, I love smiles and I love hugging people and yeah. it's just like we can't you know that's and the so first thing like, she said she was like I, I wish we I can hug you you know and I was like I know this it really does suck when you can't even yeah. see somebody smiling yeah so my week it's been good I well okay no it's not been good I'm dealing with some some dental shame oh <laughs> did you go to the dentist in there yeah so um you know, I moved to to Phoenix, and it's hard to find a new dentist. It's hard to, like, find a new care provider in any aspect because, like, you don't know who's good or who's not. Dental dentists stress me out because I feel like there's quite a few of them that are just going to tell you you need X, Y, Z, thousands of dollars because they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying they're all corrupt, but anyway. So 
I'm getting to a point where like my dental needs are like almost hitting an emergency. I've been dealing one of my back teeth had a cavity that had filled, but the, my dentist back in Illinois was like, look, you really need to get your wisdom teeth out because we really should probably put a crown on that tooth. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that until your wisdom teeth are out and your wisdom teeth are healed from that. And then we can do the crown. But I am terrified to go under. Like I've never been under anesthesia. Never? And for some reason, no. And for some reason, like I, I walk around this earth thinking that I'm a statistic. Like, that's why when I get on an airplane, I'm terrified it's going down because I'm going to be the one in 5,000 that, you know, something bad happens to. (laughs) So, you know, you read one story about anesthesia affecting someone bad, and then I just think that's going to be me. So I can't do it. Like, my top two wisdom teeth, they pulled out and just from numbing, which was an experience. Uh, Oh, my God. And my bottom, I really do need to be, like, put out because... Mm -hmm. They're like half out, half in. And I, I don't think it'll be so much like a oral surgery, but it, I don't know. I just I mean, feel uncomfortable about it. <laughs> the roots of, of those teeth are, they're rooted. So you yeah, need, you need to. They're in there. They're yeah, in they there. go so deep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I currently have like a hole in my tooth. Um, oh. I can feel it with my tongue, and my tongue has not left that spot since I've discovered it. Oh, that's, and, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's painful, and, like, tooth pain just sucks. Like, it just puts you in a terrible mood, and that's been me for, like, the past three days. It does. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Adam. That stinks. But, you know. Have you started I, your search for a dentist? Or yeah, you there's, just... a, there's, like, an AZ plant group, like, an AZ people. It's kind of local people. And mm-hmm. I just said, like, hey, I'm... I'm looking for a recommendation of a dentist, and I got a lot of good replies. And now I just need to like take the leap. Yeah, you'll be you'll be happy when you do it. I will say, like shortly to that, that I have not been to the dentist in about three years. Mm, so, I mean, yeah, it's been it's I mean, been a little while. My mom used to be a dental assistant, and. I never went to anybody else. Like I went to that dentist for 11 years, 10, 11 years. So when I had to find a new dentist, you're right. Like it's hard even in my own city trying to find a new person. I went to someone three years ago that kind of traumatized me because she was just (laughs) not gentle at all. And I used to have braces. So I have a lot of like trauma in like regards to like, what's gone on in my mouth (laughs) i walked do i even need to say it (laughs) no you don't but i like so i totally can relate to that and i need to go too so you're not alone in this in this journey adam i mean you are because you're all the way over there but you know what i mean (laughs) i mean after after i uh, after I graduated college and was no longer on my parents' insurance, because my whole life I've been to the dentist every six months. Cleanings, like I was like, you know, because you have your hometown dentist or whatever. Uh, and then after I graduated college, I it, pro- it probably was like seven or eight years mm-hmm. since I had seen a dentist. And finally, like, I there was a lot of shame wrapped up in that, a lot of dental shame. Um, <laughs> but then finally, like, I had a friend who was like, look, I'm going to call. And then, because they knew the dentist and they were like you know his mouth is not good right now because my back teeth weren't good like I could feel like there was cavities and I was just like oh my gosh they're gonna judge me but that's also not true yeah I don't know yeah we're our biggest critics 
yeah we know that i just went through a big dental shame have we all experienced dental shame i think this is a very normal thing it, yeah. it, might, it must be yeah i went th- to uh the dentist for the first time in probably four years a couple of months ago right before our last live remember yeah my gums were so swollen it was absolutely terrible but it like it was like you know that show beyond scared straight <laughs> the prison show <laughs> I had one of those moments and I like floss all the time now. I'm like, I'm never dealing with that again. That's good oh, though. See, it's terrible. My gums are pretty hardy because I am a daily flosser. Like, okay. Well, that's good. Really? That's a yeah. hard thing to do. You it got is. that. It is. That's so, discipline. But it was because of like being scared of like having, you know, bad cavities, et cetera, because I had experienced that. So I was like, all right, your boy's going to floss. <laughs> and not the dance, because I can't do the dance. <laughs> Me neither. It's very complicated. Oh, my gosh. Becca, how about your week? How's that been? This week has been... It's been a good week. I feel like this week went by so fast, because it's um, the long weekend we had. So yeah. it hasn't... It's just really felt like a blur, to be honest. And, yeah, that's... I mean, I really don't have anything exciting to report, other than it's been a normal week. I had game night with some friends on Tuesday, but other than that, it's just been me and Daniel hanging out. Oh, we are watching The Umbrella Academy. Have either of you watched that? No. I mean, I've watched season one, episode one multiple times uh, and just haven't got past it, but yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. We talked about this. That's right. Um, You need to watch it, both of you. So what, what is it about? So it's basically about these children i don't want to give too much away but it's about these kids who have powers and they're all siblings somehow and yeah it's just about their life and we see them as adults and how their lives have kind of gone on and yeah that's all i'll say but it's really good really really Mm. good they're all kind of like they all have a significant amount of trauma as well so that's interesting i mean is it kid friendly Like teenager friendly? I would say it's teenager friendly, yeah. Not like young kid, but yeah. My friend Jessica Mm -hmm. and her son was watching it, and he is a teenager, like a younger teenager. And she's very particular. Like she's protective of like what her kids are seeing. So I think if Mm -hmm. – I'll follow her lead. If her kid's watching it, then I think yours could. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but we just finished season one, and it was so good. And thankfully season two is already on Netflix. And Ooh. it's an ongoing show, so it's, like, current. So maybe there is a chance for more seasons, which I'm really glad for. Because sometimes shows will only have one or two seasons, and they're, like, so good. But people didn't know about it when it like right when it came out, so they didn't renew. You know what I mean? So Yeah. You know, I'm, I watched a few – I started a few new seasons of, like, new shows last year, and I'm kind of worried that the pandemic – is going to make them not come back because people aren't able to film. So I'm, like, really bummed. Yeah, I think but, the TV and movie industry is, like, severely impacted by this. Yeah, severely. which impacts us because what the f- are we going to watch, you know? Yeah. While, while we're on that quick little topic, let me just point out three TV shows that were amazing and canceled after two seasons. Pushing Daisies, which is an amazing TV show. <laughs> Never saw. Happy Endings. Never saw. And then Arrested Development, which came back because of Netflix, but the ca- the comeback was not, it wasn't great. I haven't seen any of those. The first two seasons. 
Mm. But yeah, that's my little blurb on TV shows. But Pushing (laughs) Daisies and Happy Endings are really great TV shows, and so you should check them out. (laughs) With only two seasons? Yeah. (laughs) My heart broken. Uh, Somebody asked me if I could watch any show for the rest of my life, what would it be? And this is what we're going to end on, because we've been recording for 20 minutes and we haven't even talked about the subject. Oh, my God. Yikes. That's what um, okay. For me, it would be New Girl, because I can literally turn on any episode of New Girl, and I will enjoy every second of it, no matter how many times I've seen it. I don't know what mine would be. Probably This Is Us. This Is Us is so I've good. I've never seen it. Oh. Okay, so, so I'm trying to think of what mine would be, and I... I feel like I just, I'm going to say Alias. The whole Alias series, except for the last season. That was a big hunk of turd, but the rest of it was good. <laughs> I've never heard of Alias. My stepdad watched it, and he said it was really good. Uh, Jennifer Gardner as a spy, CIA. It was, yeah. oh, it was so good. Ooh, I love her. That She's was great. the first TV show that I remember binge watching because I had bought the DVDs, and I, like, I... You know, before you could binge watch streaming, I was like in my apartment in college, just like changing out the DVDs daily. <laughs> yes. DVDs. Oh my gosh. Throwback. My parents had House. You guys know the medical drama yes. show House? Yes. We have that on DVD. And I've considered borrowing it because it's oh, really a great show. It's a great yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. And Grey's Anatomy is another one. I stopped watching it like two years ago probably but that's just that's such a great show i mean spoiler alert after they killed off like one of the biggest characters male characters that's all i'll say just in case yeah i stopped watching after that because i was like you know what meredith this is not realistic in any (laughs) sense this is not real like i know it's not i I understand this but i was just like this is too much (laughs) it's too much i can't that's but too much. That's too much turkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on that note, let's talk about etiquette because it's something that we should all be aware of. Yes. And with more people joining the plant community, more curious minds, more plant friends, I think it's a good time to revisit the conversation. So I actually talked about this in my Instagram stories a couple weeks ago. At this point that you're hearing this, it's been a few months, and hopefully I have stuck to my guns, but what I was noticing is my DMs, and please hear me when I say this, I'm not a selfish person, it's not all about me, but when my DMs are more about, hey, what's wrong with my plant, than, you know, just wanting to have a conversation, that's a problem for me and I was experiencing this and I was just actually not even going into my dms at all because I was so irritated that those that was the majority of the messages I was getting which I guess is normal as your account gets bigger you know people find you they trust you they want to ask your opinion on things but I was finding that it was severely outweighing the amount of like personal conversations I was able to have because Obviously, I think all of us try to like respond to almost every DM we get. It's like really important to all of us. But those DMs are so taxing and they just take a lot of time and effort. And you can never really do the person justice like you hope you could because, I don't know, for example, if someone asks me why 
why does my plant have a yellow leaf? And that's all they say. And then I have to ask like so many clarifying questions to find out what's your environment like? How often are you watering? This, that, and the other. So it just makes it really difficult to even help someone. And then I'm taking time out of my day answering a question that they could Google. You know, that's when it gets a little frustrating. And I feel really guilty being annoyed by it. I do. But I shouldn't because there's Google. And there's a lot of resources out there for people to get answers. Um, But I just think that it's important that, you know, if you do want to ask someone a question, there is a certain way to do it. And I think that's really what this episode is about. It's not about shaming people for asking questions because there's literally nothing wrong with that. It's just how do you ask questions to get the right answers. And once you learn how to ask the right question, maybe you won't even need to go to someone on Instagram. You can just research it yourself. So that's what I think just to start off so if you guys have anything to add anything yeah. to say I was actually thinking you know I, I recall you posting in your stories about it and you did really clarify what you know proper etiquette is and then um greenhouse girl 94 Gretchen she kind of posted similar stuff to where if people are asking a question about a plant just try to be as specific as you possibly can. You know, like my Monstera adansonii that's planted in soil that I watered last week, but it's thoroughly dry, has a yellow leaf or something to those to that extent. So you have all the information that you possibly have, but you've also Googled it already to try to figure it out on your own. You know, maybe come into the question with, you know, I have searched high and low for the answer to this question, and I just can't, I can't figure it out. And like you said, not to say that, you know, we don't appreciate people coming to us for advice because, you know, we are on YouTube, we do make informational videos. Um, but at the same time, a lot of their questions can be answered maybe in one of our videos on YouTube or somebody else's video on YouTube or on Google. <laughs> You know, um, I, I what I think when I think about proper etiquette, sometimes I think that people just aren't thinking about it and they might not be thinking about the time it takes to go through our DMs. Maybe they think like, you know, you're not getting 50 plus DMs a day and they're coming at you on a more personal level or maybe they think they are, but they're really not. So to try to understand that there are a lot of people that ask us questions probably because we're on YouTube and it does take a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to read and reply and want to get them the right information. And then I feel if someone comes to me and asks me a question and I can't give them the answer, like I I genuinely feel terrible. Like, I feel like I, I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. like even a, even someone sending a picture isn't sometimes isn't enough. You know, if you're not in their house, you don't know what kind of climate they have in their house or what the conditions are there. You may not know, you know, so. Well, and, and depending on your zone in the world, like it's just drastically different. There's just so many factors that can play into the health of a plant and it's yeah it's it can be it's taxing on on all of us and I can relate to like not even wanting to look at my dms because if I I try to keep up on them as much as possible but I realize like it's taking me out of my world like it's taking me out of my life even though you know I'm not doing much but staying home but it's still taking me away 
from spending time here in my home and it takes a toll I don't know like sometimes I just think like am I am I am I different is my thought pattern different because my first instinct is always try to find an answer myself even if the easy thing would be to ask like this goes not just for plants this goes for like my whole life even at work etc like my my thought process is to find it that try to find the answer myself and then if I get to a point where I literally cannot find the answer I will say something but then I'll feel really awkward about even having to say something to someone mm-hmm. um yeah. and I just think that you know if I was asking somebody a question I wouldn't take the time to think like okay well I wonder how many other people are asking a question and like and I wonder how many like I would just be like oh I'm just going to shoot off this question and not think about what's on the other side of that phone, which is, I don't know. It's not the best mindset to be in because, you know, that you never know what's going on in the other person's world or how many times they've been answering that same exact question. <laughs> yeah. But, but I do remember Gretchen's story because, uh, you know, she has highlights on her Instagram, which I don't. I've never done that. I mean, I kind of want to do that, but... Because she gives so many tips. Like, Gretchen is, like, this master of knowledge with, with her plants and with just mm-hmm. houseplants in general. And she gives so many tips. And she has made the effort to make highlight bubbles for tips. And if someone asks a question that's answered in one of those, like, I I could see being upset by that. Because, like, you mm-hmm. know, the information's here on my page. Right. Or, like, you know in our videos the information's there because yeah, I've been I get a lot of like what is LECA and I'm like um yeah, I got that this week <laughs> yeah and I don't I don't want to be a jerk it. yeah I don't want to be a jerk but there is that like let me google that for you link where you can actually just type in like their question and then it'll send a link and it basically just pulls up google on their phone and types it in for them uh, <laughs> Which I've never done to anyone except for friends that I have a good relationship with. Because it's funny. Interesting. It's kind of That's like a funny. sarcastic response. but Yeah. Someone sent that to me when I posted in my stories about that. And I was like, oh, I, would, I just am not courageous enough to use that. I just <laughs> don't respond to some of them now. Some of them I do, but I don't know. None of this is to say that you should never ask questions. You should never bother people. It's not bothering people. It's just there needs to be, like, a certain amount of consideration. Like, have you really sought out all of the possibilities? You know, I mean, when someone comes to me and they're like, I've done this research. I think it's this. What do you think? Like, for a second opinion, I'm like, yeah, it is that. That's so easy to reply to. I don't mind doing that. Right. Yeah, and then I think about it, too, and I think, like, I try to put myself in that person's shoes, and I feel like... I would, I would one, Google it or try to figure it myself, or I would maybe text one of you guys or someone that I'm closer with in the plant community before I reach out to Summer Rain Oaks for advice. You know what I mean? Like, I feel developing friendships and showing interest in that person instead of just using them as a dictionary or as Google is, is also a healthy way to develop, like, a friendship and you know, use proper etiquette on social media. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, like we have so many videos and a lot of my stuff is not informational, but Becca, like you have a ton of informational stuff on yours. Adam, you do too. So like I, and there's so much, like if if you don't Google, you can YouTube it because 
chances are there's there's answers to your questions there too and yeah mm-hmm. not to say that you can't ask questions but to to say what you said you know there's rights and wrong ways to do it yeah well becca you hit it kind of on the head there because we miss out on meaningful interactions with with people because we're you know ignoring our dms because we know there's questions in there and that kind of stuff and i i really love talking with people on instagram it's you know, we, we're all introverted, I think. Most most plant people are introverted, and it's an easy way to, like, strike up a conversation and a friendship. I mean, that's kind of how we started being friends. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on that when when I'm just avoiding my messages because I know that people are asking questions on the things that are just, like, very easily found on the interwebs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that gets me the most is the... I'm just so irritated with Instagram DMs. Like, I just wish that it was better. It's not made to create relationships, to create and maintain relationships. Like, they have done things to improve. But, I mean, I was looking through my messages and, like, cleaning out my inbox. And I found messages from, like, March that I never, ever, ever saw Hmm. that were so sweet and kind. And I was like, ah, my God, that'd be so weird if I replied in September, so I'm just going to leave it. But it made me so sad that someone, like, sent me a really sweet message and I didn't see it, mm-hmm. which is an Instagram problem. And I'm not blaming people asking me for questions, like, on that, but I'm just saying, you know, like... Yeah. I always, for some reason, I always see the DMs of people asking me questions. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the actual, like, you know, sweet messages of someone, like, trying to connect and not saying that people are like you're the best but like people that are like you know responding to something I put in my stories and starting a conversation is what I'm really saying here right um I miss those which is so sad because those are that's where I want to be spending my time in my dms if I am going to do that because I do have a full-time job and de la plants is half-time part-time job so I don't know any time that I do get to spend in dms I want to have meaningful conversations I don't want to be telling you why your leaf is yellow. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that doesn't only go for like big creators either. Like I wouldn't say any of us are super big creators. Like it just goes for any regular person, you know? Right. It doesn't even, the fact that we have YouTube aside, I feel like that is kind of annoying no matter what. Yeah. That has happened to me though with Instagram and I thought it was just me. Like I get, I don't get notifications on Instagram just because I think... I that would be very unhealthy because I'd be on my phone all day but when I go on Instagram you know you get the little like one two three or whatever like how many messages are in your dms and I'll think that I have gone through all of them but then I'll exit out and go back in and there's still some there and I find a lot of the time they're putting them in the general category but I check that too and it's just like they're like hidden in some world somewhere and they pop up when they want to pop up Like, that's happened to me a few times. So there might be a glitch with Instagram and, like, hiding messages or pushing them down, like, in old messages. Like, sometimes I've scrolled and then I'm like, oh, there's a little blue dot next to this message. I didn't read this from, like, a week ago, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of just goes back to just being free labor, you know? We... Mm -hmm. uh, not that we've done the work, but we kind of have done the work. And then it's just like someone's like, oh, you've done the work. Just like tell me the answers, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I've seen Instagrammers that I follow and that I'm friends with post in their stories like, hey, like 
from this time to this time, I'm going on live and I'm going to give plant advice. And other times they're like, here's my cash app. If you have a question about a plant, like I'm happy to answer it. But, you know, my information is worth something. So please mm-hmm. just donate what you can. And I'm like, at first I saw that and I was like, oh, that feels kind of wrong. But now, like, I totally understand it. Like, I totally get it because, you know, that person's knowledge is worth something. And if you're going to go to them, not saying that I, I'm telling you, you have to pay me, you don't. But, you know, people who do that, like their knowledge is worth something. So, like, if you're getting knowledge from them, you're learning from them, then, like, support them in the way mm-hmm. that you can. For sure. And I and I think that there's a lot of truth behind that. I mean, I think that that's why they created Super Chat on YouTube so that you're able to – is it called Super Chat? Super Chat, yeah. right? So that, you know, when creators go live, they are answering questions. And I mean, we would never send our kids to school, not comparing us to teachers, but we have learned a lot along along the way. And we would never send our kids to school and like expect teachers to work full time for free. You know, so it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like <laughs> some people do another <laughs> podcast episode. Um, but, you know, like I feel like it's the least you can do to to support your creators and and there's reasons that people have youtube memberships and patreon pages and it's really just to support that creator because you know people may think that there's so much money to be made on youtube and there's really not (laughs) it's it's other forms of of you know being on youtube and being an influencer that will you know eventually turn it into a career if you really work extra hard at it but but yeah, I mean, I think that the whole like Venmo thing is not unreasonable at all, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's this, oh, I've seen a lot of people say this, like there's this expectation, like, I don't know, just because you're a woman or you're a minority or whatever, like you're expected to work for free or whatever, which like women are specifically about women. Like I've seen this a lot, like, well, women are really nice, so... Like, why, why won't you help me? You know, it's just like this weird thing that like women are expected to be like more nice. And that goes for anyone who identifies as female. There's this expectation to be nice and answer people's questions. Um, And I don't know if people who identify as male experience that as much. Ada, maybe you can speak into that. Like, is there an obligation to be nice or do you feel like there's this thing? Well, I don't know if that... I don't know if that obligation comes from, you know, my gender specifically, but it just like I don't ever want to be mean to someone, you know. So like yeah. I'm giving myself that impression of like, well, you know, because some some people have asked questions in the past that like l- literally are answered exactly from a video that I did that was just about that question. So in example, I've gotten quite a few DMs that are just like, how do you use your nutrient solution? And I was like, and I, I feel like a jerk for saying this and I don't say it meanly, but I just said, I have a video on my YouTube channel that it explains my entire nutrient solution and what I do in my schedule. Cause there's a lot and, behind that. Yeah, that question that's where, that's, is a lesson. That's where I leave it. Yeah. No, that wasn't wrong at all. And I've actually said that before as well. And you know, to touch on, you know, identifying as female and and having people kind of come to you as for answers or like expecting you to be nice. I think that there's truth in that because I, you know, 
I'll, Jay will be like, you know, I'll open up my Instagram. He'll be like, oh, how many messages did you have when you just opened it up? And I was mm-hmm. like, 12. And he's like, oh my God, I get like one question a day. And I was like, well, maybe it's because you have resting bitch face. <laughs> he's like, no, it's because you're a female and because you're nice. And like, you're, you know, people just ex- expect that from you. Like, you'd be like, available for conversation all day and i think that there's there is a lot of truth to that so you know coming from a straight man i guess that he you know he kind of pointed that out so (laughs) i am a gay male but i never really thought about that like i that Mm -hmm. you know i find i'm a mama's boy so i find like my mom was nurturing women are nurturing i think it's like that's what's in my head but I never would be like oh well this person has to be nice because they're a woman but I know that that I know that it exists out in the world obviously and I Mm -hmm. haven't lived that experience because of my gender but I trust both of you when you say that that's how you feel because you're the experts you know yeah I don't know if it's something about um people you know men being less approachable than women I, i'm not sure what it is i don't know but i yeah I, I definitely find some truth in that my yeah. my whole life i feel like i've been unapproachable because <laughs> I, because i'm so shy i think it comes off as me being a jerk but like in real life i am terribly shy if i am in public or if i meet someone for the first time i'm just like so anxious about it uh and i think it kind of comes off the wrong way sometimes so maybe people just think i'm i have resting asshole face (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i i would never have thought you're as shy as you say you are like when i first met you like it was just so easy you know i wouldn't necessarily say that i'm shy but i've become more introverted in my adult life and like just be working from home and not being in like the workplace over the past few years, you know? Yeah. I think in college I realized that I, I am an introverted shy person. Well, actually I wouldn't say I'm shy, but I am an introvert. And my whole life I thought that was a bad thing to be an introvert because Hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there that will like reward you for being extra loud, extra out there, you know, Um, And specifically, like, I was involved in a pretty prominent religious group. And especially in church settings, like, if you're really, like, outgoing, you're rewarded for that. So I kind of took that on, like, trying to be that for so long. But then I was like, this is not who I am, and this has always felt weird. And it feels like I'm just trying to get people's attention. Like, it feels ingenuine or disingenuous. Is that... Yeah, whichever yeah. one. So, yeah, I, as soon as I let go of that, it's been so much better. Maybe that's why none of us really slide into people's DMs with random questions because we're yeah, introverted. That, that really could be a part of it. Like maybe people who are more keen to do that, like are super comfortable asking for help. They don't have any pride issues like me. <laughs> I've got a lot of pride issues. Same. I don't want someone to know that I need to ask that question, so I'll just figure it out myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's so me to a fault, too, because, like, I will literally struggle on something for hours, 
that easily could have been answered in like five minutes. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself and I'm going to figure it out because I don't want anyone to think I'm stupid kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Damn, pride. That's a hard one. Is that one of like the seven deadly sins? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Brad Pitt and so. Gwyneth Paltrow taught me that. Oh, yeah. Seven. Wait, is this a movie? What's in the box? What's in the What's box? What's in the box? <laughs> you haven't seen Seven? Oh, My gosh, Becca. Oh. oh, yeah. Your age is showing. But you should watch it. It's a good movie. It stands the test of time, I think. Oh, it does. It's one it's of the seven. greatest. It's called Seven. Morgan Freeman. Brad Pitt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like any of our conversations Ooh. always circle back to a TV series or a movie <laughs> because we all just like love consuming entertainment. You know, we do. I I will watch any movie if I'm in a theater. Like I don't even care if it's I don't care if it's Butterfly by Mariah Carey. If I'm seeing it in a movie theater, <laughs> I'm gonna be happy. That's not me. I can't. I have oh to. God. I have to really, really want to see a movie to go to to go to the theater. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but oh, I'm more I comfortable on my couch. I'm with Adam. Daniel and I used to go to the movies like once or twice a week. Like we love it. It's been so hard not being able to go. I I know. I drive by like Alamo Draft House and I just like shed a silent tear. (laughs) Yeah. Just like I miss you. I know. It's so fun. And like we always get the popcorn. I was never a popcorn person at the theater. Like I think my family was just always like very cheap. Just like we we would go to the movie a lot, but when you're going with a family of four and everyone gets popcorn, that's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I actually became a pro at sneaking food into the movie theater. Nice. I've snuck in like full meals before, like Have chicken I tacos. This? Yeah, I feel like, like I feel like I've heard bits of yeah. this. Yeah, I snuck in an EG's an entire EG's meal. Oh, I remember <laughs> where I talked about this. I think I talked about it in our mukbang on my yes. channel. Yeah. But I snuck in an entire EG's meal. That is a combo meal. <laughs> <laughs> an entire combo meal from In-N-Out. Chipotle. Uh, like, I've done it all. My mom, one time, we met up at the movie theater, and she brought me, like, a home-cooked meal. <laughs> like, on a plate. <laughs> like, mama's got the big purse today, kids. Ex- excuse me, ma'am, but there's steam coming out from under your coat. You're like, it's hot in here. <laughs> We're in Arizona. Oh my gosh, it's just so funny. It's just this new thing. And I'm sure anyone who like works at a movie theater is probably horrified to hear this. But maybe they don't care. Like, do the movie theater employees even care? Probably not. Unless they own the theater, they don't care. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to <laughs> here's us, pride here's, and plants. Here's our tangential uh, attitudes. But like circling back to just like the etiquette, I guess... Uh, I would like to say on the other side of that etiquette, the reason that I'm like I'm trying to set a healthy boundary with myself in social media because it's it's definitely something you can spiral down into like consuming your entire life and every moment of your life. Well, that seems hyperbolic, but you know what I mean? Like it, it's very consuming just being like me. The people I follow love watching Instagram stories. I don't scroll through Instagram like photos 
often at all, but I watch people's stories because I really enjoy it. To me, it's a little more real than the photo on the grid. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have to check in with myself every once in a while, too, because sometimes I'll just like it's turning habitual, like where Mm -hmm. if there's just a moment in time where I don't have something going on or if I'm just like sitting on the couch, I'll grab my phone. But I don't want to be constantly doing that. I don't want to be constantly like pulled out of my life in person to watch others lives I guess I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say that but I I am currently do not have a healthy boundary especially like with Instagram and social media but I really am like wanting to try to have a healthy boundary and you know I don't like seeing notifications on my phone either because I have to clear them like if there's a one there it needs to be gone because it's red and it's in my face so I find myself like trying to do that so quickly and then I'm like you know I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't want this episode to come off as like us being ungrateful because I know all of our hearts and I know that we're not ungrateful. I just, um, so yeah, I don't want people to think that. And I hope you guys won't. I hope you guys know where we're coming from and and can empathize or see. Yeah. Yeah. And agree. It's, It's about setting boundaries. Like when I posted what I did, there was an overwhelmingly large amount of people messaging and being like good for you for setting a boundary this is so healthy like thank you for doing this and I was like you're thanking me okay cool so I did the right thing then Mm -hmm. Um, I mean people like someone said to me like you know that you did the right thing when people are pushing your boundary like you did the right thing then because that person doesn't respect you obviously Um, and I, I only got like a few messages pushing back and one of them I just explained a little more and she's like oh that makes a lot of sense like thank you for telling me thank you for explaining that you know so with hate comments it can be very easy to just be like well screw you you don't get it (laughs) Uh, but sometimes sometimes they have never even thought about it from our perspective so sometimes it's good to respond nicely and say you know well you know how you can respond however you want I'm not tone policing anyone but Sometimes people just genuinely don't know, so right. we, it's kind of nice to tell them, and then hopefully they respond, and they are like, hey, that's a really great point. Thank you for telling me. Um, but I think we could also just, like, shift. Adam, that was a really great segue, like, just shift specifically into having healthy boundaries with social media in general, mm-hmm. and, you know, because social media as a big thing in plants, that's pretty much how I got into plants, like... That's how my love of plants really grew, how I found out about them, because I started following Christine from Work Hard, Plant Hard. Mm -hmm. She was like one of the first plant accounts I followed, and I was so inspired by her. She's so cool. I still think she's the coolest. I've actually met her, and she is an incredibly sweet person. Um, But I think it's really important to consider how social media affects our buying habits as well and how much screen time we have. Which, I have to say, my screen time has been a lot lower lately because during the pandemic, it was like, well, it's still a pandemic, but during like the height of things, it was like almost up to nine hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so bad. And lately, it's been like five hours, which is a lot, but a lot of my work is on my phone, so there's that, but yeah. Well, when you constantly have Nicole and I text messaging you too. (laughs) (laughs) Becca, pay attention to us. No, that's that's not how it goes. I've been a really bad texter this week, I will admit. It's been, I've been all over the place. 
So I apologize. No, no need to. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up screen time, Becca, because I also don't have very healthy boundaries when it comes to Instagram specifically. I would say Instagram and YouTube. Like the day I post a video on YouTube, I feel like I have to constantly check my messages and reply in like a certain time frame. And I know my subscribers are not expecting that of me, but it's almost like this stupid expectation I have set for myself that aggravates me. So I need to get better at that. But with Instagram, like I do feel like as soon as I grab my phone, that's the first app I open. And at the beginning of quarantine, you know, the kids have been home. They've been off of school. Well, they've been in school, but home. And they all have cell phones. And we kind of set this like two hour a day screen time because you can check your screen time, obviously. And they can't go over that. And they've gotten into trouble a couple of times for going over it. And then I'm think I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm talking to my husband about it. And I'm just like, you know, I checked my screen time yesterday and it was like seven hours. And we're over here setting a two hour limit for the kids. And all they're doing is just like playing a video game or or on Pinterest, like looking at fun stuff. Like none of them have social media. So they're not really, you know, I guess having like these bad social habits, like on social platforms, like I have a problem, <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I have to set these for myself. And I was like, could I get away with doing two hours of screen time each day? Like, I kind of want to challenge myself to that. And I don't know if it's possible. But when we, you know, or at least I'll speak for myself, when I log into Instagram, a lot of the times I am going straight to my DMs. And more times than not, it is question. It's it's like a question or like a story reaction or like just a reply to like my story or something, and stuff that I can definitely not check right away and that I can get to later. But I also feel like when I get those questions from people, which are few and far between, like I don't get a ton of questions in my DMs, but when I do, I feel like I have to reply to them right away. Like I'll stop doing what I'm doing to research that question for someone and then Mm -hmm. get back to them because I feel like, oh, you know, they saw that I read the message. So let me hurry up and like reply just in case they're looking at their deal. Like it's the stupid stuff we tell ourselves that we feel we have to do and we really, we really don't. So I'm glad that this shifted to healthy boundaries and, and maybe this will be a little bit easier for people to relate to. I have never looked at my screen time. Like I can Oof. honestly say I've never even looked at it. And I think it's a I think it's like an ignorance is bliss type situation. <laughs> mm. You know? Yeah. I get the automatic reports <laughs> yeah, every so Sunday. Do I. So I look I. at it and I mean it it is actually really helpful for me because like in those times I was getting nine hours, I was like, Oh my god, this is not good. Because yeah. I was not working. I was not literally looking at my phone for nine hours for work. So I knew something was wrong. But, Nicole, do you have a business account for your Instagram? I do. You can swipe and mark the messages unread after you've read it. Life hack. You can? Yeah. Wait. Oh. So you can open a message and then go back out to your DMs and then swipe to the, I guess, swipe left. And I think it's blue. It says mark unread. <laughs> yeah I do that all the time and I don't use it to ignore people I use it just in case I open something and I can't read it I can't respond at that moment yeah that's then, what I would use it for yeah so if I can't 
respond right away, I will lose the message. It will go into like the deep pit of my DMs. So I just mark it as unread. Oh, that's very good to know. That's a day law pro tip right there. That is a day law pro tip of the day. Very You know the other day, Becca, when I was like hovering over your shoulder at your home and you... (laughs) Sounds so creepy. Do you remember I taught you the control A thing to select all yes the shortcut but you did something with your macbook where you had tabs and i didn't ask you what you did but like (laughs) i've been trying to figure out how to do that myself since i saw you do it because i constantly have like my hard drive on all these windows on my computer i was like wait becca had those tabbed how did she have them tabbed (laughs) oh like tabbed in like the file explorer thing yeah okay so so you right click and then it says open a new tab Oh. It changed my life. Yeah. Okay, well, it's going to change mine now. But, like, that just goes yeah. to my pride because literally... <laughs> you were you, there. You, I was there, and you are a person that I consider a good friend. Like, I, I don't feel like you judge me at all, and yet here we are two weeks later, and I'm like, wait, how did you do that thing? Because I can't figure it out. <laughs> and that yet, so in funny. that moment, you're like, Becca, just hit control A. Yeah. <laughs> so quick to give advice. <laughs> I was. Well, I watched you like try to highlight all those files, and I was like, Control A, they're all yours. Just take them. <laughs> Just take them. <laughs> I know. I did not know about that. That is actually very helpful because, yeah. And, yeah. I just feel like I do things the long way a lot of the time because I also don't like asking for help. But with tech stuff, like when I get more comfortable with someone, I feel better doing it. Like with tech stuff, Adam like full on took over my computer one time, like with some software. He was like moving my mouse for me, fixing something. And I'm like, this is great. I'm so glad that I wasn't prideful in this moment. (laughs) It feels so good to get help. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so I think with set, setting healthy boundaries, what I've been doing lately is taking the weekends off like fully. And this doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, on Instagram or something because I'm addicted, but it just means that I'm not like really, really working myself to answer all my DMs and make that like my number one priority because we all need time off of everything, of everything and anything so that is really my time on the weekends to just relax and if I get to the DM I get to it if I don't I don't and I'll just wait it can wait until Monday or Tuesday or whenever and people are always really understanding when I take a few days to respond and they're they're like wow thank you for responding or whatever which is really nice but I feel like I used to be so much well not to say I'm like so much further along than Nicole because I still feel that way like I need to respond right away to my DMs It's so hard not to want to do that, but sometimes you need space. You need mental capacity. Like, you need time. So that's what I've been doing on the weekends. And if you'll notice, I am a bit more quiet online on the weekends for that reason. Um, Because I need space. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and your your time in Arizona is winding down, too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so the weekends are, are meant for rest, relaxation, and fun. And not yeah, that Instagram for, isn't fun, but you know, it's, it, it's you're right. Yeah. It's just a, it's a very healthy boundary to set and I need to, I need to be better at it personally. Mm. Maybe if I look at my screen time, then I'll 
have a rude awakening. I think that's what's making me not want to open up and look at my screen time because it'll just be like, Do I it. am an awful person. Because like, I okay. want you to open it up right now. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> okay, how do I find it? It's in your settings. Okay. So it's two. It's two sixteen p.m. Oh, it's PM. just like right there. Screen time. Uh, okay. So my daily average shows six hours and fifteen minutes. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, it's, I think that's what mine normally is. Yeah, I'm right around there too. Which is Guys, a I lot. Feel if you, th- I feel better it, that I just did that. Thank you for being here with me as I. Well, that. everyone was here with you. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, shoot. What? Well, I just clicked on more and it's saying like, is this the whole week? I've spent this since Sunday, 19 hours and 22 minutes on social networking, which I'm guessing is literally just Instagram. Wait, what was your daily average? <laughs> daily average is six hours. Minus think- six hours and 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then mine recently has been five hours and 12 minutes, which is the lowest it's been in a really long time. You know, you can click on app limits and you can set a time limit for certain apps. So you can add Instagram to that and you can say limit me to like an hour a day on Instagram and then it won't let you open it, I'm assuming. Oh, oh, so yeah, yeah you have to like. It, yeah, you have to like click an extra button to open it. It's like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Instagram daily average is two hours and 30 minutes. Like specifically just for Instagram. This is interesting, but also a little bit yeah. scary. Yeah, <laughs> I, just added, I just added a two-hour time limit on Instagram because uh, it says that I spend an average of, oh, let's see. 10 oh geez wait a minute this isn't right i spend an average of an hour and a half on instagram oh so i need to not make that i mean that needs to be one hour how about that yeah yeah i'm at an an hour hour and a half i'm at one hour and 11 minutes so if i could get that down to 30 minutes a day that would be ideal but yeah yeah, it's kind of crazy i think that so I guess bound, boundaries to me are important because there are people on Instagram that like I sincerely care about, people I'm friends with, and I'm only e-friends with them. But Instagram will just like not show them to me because I'm not interacting with them because my time mm-hmm. on Instagram is interacting with, with DMs, etc. And so that's another thing I miss with the whole algorithm on Instagram and how it chooses what to show you and what not to show you. Like... There's people I genuinely love and care about that I realize, like, oh, I haven't seen anything from them in a whole week. And then I'll go to their page and I'll do, like, a mass like or that mm-hmm. kind of stuff to try to get Instagram and be like, okay, hey, like, put this in my face because this is someone I care about. But I don't know if that makes any sense or if that even pertains to this. I might just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think well, it, it does. does. I think, well, but the, the algorithm is um, – kind of confusing because it'll show you people that you interact with the most but if you know one of your friends you haven't interacted with them in a while you won't see them like you said so yeah if you want to trick the algorithm you can like someone's latest photos I did that there's someone that I follow on Instagram who I absolutely love I don't talk to her on a personal basis very often but I just never see her posts and I love them so I just went on and I liked like five of them 
and I've been seeing her stories now. Comment on a picture that usually bumps it up too. Like if you yeah. comment on someone's photo. Yeah. And like Adam said earlier, I don't really look in my feed super often. I think I'll look at like the first five photos probably. Um, but, you know, I also kind of want to like do a big unfollow. But I'd, I know I'd hurt people's feelings. I don't follow a ton of people, but on my personal Instagram, I think I follow like 500 people and that even feels like too much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I just the more did people that. you follow, it's like, uh... Yeah, I just did that, like disclaimer. I, I went through all of the people I was following and there are certain people that like, I'll look really into it and I'll be like, okay, the last time they posted was five months ago. They have no stories. Like they're not popping up in my feed and I I never had like any type of relationship with that person then I'm just gonna unfollow it because it is like it's you know plus you don't some people I unfollow is stuff that I really don't care to see on my Mm -hmm. feed you know so sometimes I'll just unfollow people for that reason but I don't know which is healthy that's such a healthy boundary like if someone I mean, I say this often, but, like, if someone is making you feel uncomfortable or making you feel less than or making you feel like your plants aren't good enough or you are not good enough, you should unfollow them. Yeah, Because that's absolutely. not something that you need. Like, you are absolutely in control of your own algorithm, to I guess, to a certain extent. But, like, if you don't want to see someone's posts, you can mute them if it'll cause mm-hmm. issues or you can unfollow them. Yeah. It's yeah, really I, I had a friend... Who I've I've not met in real life, but a local friend here who said like I'm just like I am not finding joy in my plants anymore, and they're uh, they're all dying. You know, we all go through those mental struggles where like some days you just don't want to get up and do anything, and mm-hmm. some weeks and some months, you know. And I flat out said like, hey, if my posts or my stories are causing any sort of negative feelings in you, like please feel free to unfollow me. Like I don't want anything that I put out to impact you or anybody in a way that's negative mm-hmm. and you know I'd may, I just don't want my posts or anything to bring feelings of like I should be doing this or I should have this plant or I should do that you know right because someone right. the other day even said like as soon as I get fancy plants like yours I'll start posting and I was just like I used mm-hmm. Becca's line of, like, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. fancy to love it. Like, and, and then it made me think, like, wait, like, do, am I perpetuating, like, <laughs> this unhealthy thing of, like, well, I can't do anything until I have this level of plants, which I don't even look at my plants at, like, a certain level because they're just ones that I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So then it made, then I started feeling, like, I start feeling guilty and I'm just like, oh, no, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a, a part of a problem. Sometimes we can't, you know, obviously we can't get into people's heads and and a lot of the times those are struggles that those people are having internally and they need to work with, you know. Um I saw someone the other day with like the most beautiful beautiful marble queen pothos. It was huge hanging off of a bookshelf, gorgeous. And I mean the first thought that popped into my head was, "Oh my gosh, I would love to have that plant here." And like when you think about it, it's like you're wishing for that. Like, I'm not happy in that moment with the plants that I currently have. I'm not paying attention to them. I'm focusing on this other person's plant. And it's to an extent unhealthy. And I feel like, 
you know, to what you said, Adam, we obviously don't want to stop sharing our plants and, and our, you know, love for plants with people just because, you know, there might be one person out there that may have an ounce of jealousy or, you know, a thought in their head like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to post because his posts are better. And like, he uses color in his pictures and that's so cool. And mine aren't, you know, just, just but, because I'm gay. <laughs> Thank you, colorful. Um, oh. But do you know what I mean? I hope that didn't come off as like being in like sensitive, but yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's important to also, well, what with what Christian was promoting a couple weeks ago, like, let's show five common plants, you know? Yes. Um, and it, it does make me sad that some people wouldn't share their plants because they feel like they're too common or whatever, when really, like, plants are plants and you can jazz right. them up or jazz them down, really, right. like mm-hmm. pothos. Adam and I, when we were at the biosphere, we saw pothos that were bigger than Monstera, Deliciosa. Yeah. Like, they looked like banana trees. They were so big. The leaves were so big. Like, that is the possibilities that you could achieve with a pothos. In the rainforest. A $5 plant, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. I mean, unless you're I, shopping on Plant Arena's website where it's $98. <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely. I won't leave oh. that in. Leave it in. I think you should leave it in. I was about to go off. Okay. Then well, we will. And it's like, and it's no shade against Amanda. We don't know how much of a say she has in all of it. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. But that is confusing (laughs) that a pothos is like over $100, no matter how big it is. I saw someone say online, like, you know, don't ever buy a pothos. Never. Never buy a pothos. Always get cuttings because anyone, anyone will give you a cutting of their pothos. You'd never buy one. That's probably true. That's probably true. Which I think... That's like a new rule I'm going to instill, um, even though I just bought five for an experiment. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like never buy a plant like that because there is someone out there who will give you a cutting. Yes. And that's yeah. an entirely other topic, like etiquette surrounding plant traits. I have done a video on it, but we could talk about it as well. That might be fun. Um, cause you just, Go watch you guys the video. Were... Google it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Google it. Um, no, but... Uh, where, where was I going with this? Oh, the money. So, yeah. Wait, what? What's going on? You were where saying Where did my mind just go? I don't <laughs> know. I'm trying Am- to get in it. Amanda in uh, the po- <laughs> never buying a pothos. I think I just, like, uh, disassociated or, like, I don't even know what just <laughs> No, you jumped, you jumped to something else, but I was waiting for you to continue because I was trying to figure out what you were talking about. And now you lost I track. I was as so. well. Like, you and me both were like, where's she going with this? <laughs> um, let's, do a, let's do a quick rapid fire of don'ts. Don't. Okay. Don't okay. just ask someone like, hey, do you sell cuttings? Okay. Yeah. Don't. At, wait, is this like DM etiquette in general? Yeah. Don't send a photo of your plant with a yellow leaf and say, why is this leaf yellow? <laughs> Don't ask me what Lucka is. sorry for the person who asked me what lucka is (laughs) it's funny about the whole like cutting thing and people like oh can i buy a cutting from you when you post a plant like i had never experienced that and then becca mentioned it and i was like that's never happened to me and literally the next week it happened (laughs) and it still happens now like and i'm like okay well maybe i just wasn't like paying attention or i didn't think about it as people ask Mm -hmm. but like 
when I post a picture of one of my plants and someone says, could I buy a cutting of this? Like, I didn't offer a cutting. So I (laughs) know, like, please don't do that. (laughs) That's a big one. It happens with my variegated syngonium, my elbow. When I started showing that, it was at least three times, like every time I ever showed it. So I just didn't show it for like months because I was like, are you guys kidding me? Like, please stop asking me this. It's so rude. It's like asking if you can borrow my shirt. Like, no, you can't that borrow is a my very, shirt. That is I did borrow your shirt once, and it was very comfortable. <laughs> it, it felt Guess so soft offered. against my bare chest. <laughs> your little tendrils of hair poking out the top. <laughs> but you have chest hair, don't you? You do. Yeah, I do. You've seen me in a swimsuit. <laughs> oh, that's so intimate. Um This is like the messiest episode ever. (laughs) You're going to have to cut so much shit out of this episode. We both, not both, because there's three of us. Come on, Adam. But all of us are like (laughs) just not in wonderful moods today. Yeah. And then, so we like ranted for a bit and then we're talking about TV shows and now we're just like, uh, just talking about Adam's chest hair. (laughs) Tangential way that we communicate. This is a very good glimpse into like, our, our text friendship. messages and voice messages. It, it really <laughs> yeah, is. It is very, very genuine. We're keep. I'm sure that Adam will keep like mo- a lot of this in post. I'm just. <laughs> you uh, know what a good a good video would be like something fun would be like a look into our text messages to each other, <laughs> where we just expose each other. <laughs> Exposed. Oh I'm going gosh. to the press with Nicole's statement. As we speak. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this morning Nicole had a pretty unfortunate typo. It's very <laughs> funny. It was Siri though. Um, I liked the rapid fire do and don't. That was really yeah. fun. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like right let's now do... or like later? Now? No, like right now. Okay. Let's just like live into the chaotic energy of this episode. Okay. <laughs> well, we, okay. maybe we should do some do's. Yeah, I was gonna say let's do do. Okay. Um, do compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't take compliments well. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Do tell me how beautiful I am for at least three paragraphs and then ask your question. <laughs> you have to name at least three things you like about me and then you can ask. <laughs> Put that in your bio, Becca. But here's a list of the three things you can comment on. (laughs) (laughs) The things I give you permission to comment on. Um, That's a joke, just in case anyone didn't pick up on that. Um, Okay, do, do, do prior research and come to your friend with, uh, for a second opinion before it's like, what is this? So do ask for a second opinion, I guess would be the do. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, do be specific in your questions. <laughs> she do be specific, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do give me details. Don't. I have a lot of don'ts. This do thing yeah, is really hard, but I got I a lot of don'ts. I think that just that shines <laughs> just a light on where our like mental stability is right now. It's like right. all it's all glass half empty. Um, don't do say thank you. Oh, sorry. Oh no, that's a good one. Oh, Let's, that's a good one. And please, yes, while we're at says, it, yes, you're not a vending yeah. machine, and appreciate when when your information is given. Yeah. 
don't come into my space and tell me how to live my life. Thank you. <laughs> We're getting sassy. Also, don't comment on the length of my dog's toenails or <laughs> anything about my pets and telling me what I need to do and what I don't need to do. And don't tell me that plants are toxic to cats because I know this and my cat <laughs> does not eat my plants. <laughs> Let's say don't state the obvious. Don't should me. We sound so bitchy right now. Yeah, I know. We do. <laughs> Cut it all out, Adam. Cut this it is, out. We're, we're saying this with like big smiles on our face, just so everyone yeah. knows. Like we're not like, listen, we're finally airing out our dirty laundry and what we think <laughs> about all of you. We're just joking around. We yeah. are. And I think it's- if you're a creator, you you're probably laughing along with us. If if you're a <laughs> follower or a subscriber. <laughs> Um, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, reasonable people will completely understand. So that's true. Um, what's what's another one? Oh, don't I ask don't me how much I should water my plant. <laughs> that's an, yeah, that's hard. It's because very hard. And the reason for that being, every environment is different. So right. your plant will need water based on how much light they're consuming, and the type of pot they're in. And what else? Like how quickly they're the growing. The climate like, they're in. The chunky yeah. is the soil mix. Did you just yeah. say it? No, I didn't say that yet. Okay. Yeah, like how chunky your soil is. Hopefully pretty chunky for most houseplants. But yeah, it just depends on so many things. Daily how tanks. chunky is your monkey? <clears throat> how loose is your goose? Daily tanks. <laughs> I said daily, daily tanks. Like they're in a <laughs> show. What? Who am I? Oh um, my God. Uh, De La Tanks. De La Tanks. Cactus. I mean, it's not cactus. De La Tanks. Soil mix. Anyway, um, do... Say thank you. I'm just kidding. I already said that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's all. Like, I mean, there's so yeah. many don'ts. I but feel like, like the biggest do is do genuinely try to have, like, a connection. Or... Yeah. Because... You know, that's what I cherish most about social media and interacting mm-hmm. with friends in my DMs is like when they know me and I know them and there's a connection there. But that's yeah. important to me. And that's what I want to spend my energy and time on is that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I think we all do. And I think that this episode went a lot of di- a lot of different directions. It definitely. Um, there was no I think. It definitely went. It did. In eight different directions. <laughs> So while we hope you had fun listening to this, I also hope that, you know, you know that this is all really very simple. Like Adam just said, I feel like getting to know the person you're asking a question to and like just doing your research beforehand and coming to us, not as a last resort, but as like a second opinion, like Becca said earlier, is just the the most common proper etiquette we could probably give you mm-hmm. and say please and thank you. And tell yeah. me I'm pretty. <laughs> and tell us how attractive we are and how much you love us. <laughs> Feed the egos. Yeah, make sure. And yeah, and we obviously don't have egos. We don't think that we're like the coolest. I'm pretty sure all of us struggle with like crippling imposter syndrome. So just making mm, this yeah. episode for me personally is like, I really don't want people to think that I'm any which way. I'm nervous. But yeah, yeah it, I am it, too. 
it needed to be said like this is really what we think and i'm like i said earlier i mean so many people are completely reasonable and understand like boundaries are very important and mm-hmm. people who don't respect your boundaries don't respect you. So I had an overwhelmingly large amount of people come to me and say, this is really great that you did this. And I totally right. respect that. And those are the people that you want to keep around. So absolutely. I know that our audience is filled with like a bunch of those kinds of people. So shout out to you guys. Thank you. Lighthearted. For, yeah. Humorous. We hope. Just having fun. <laughs> and so. you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Adam wants to wrap it up here. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So thank you guys for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed this very chaotic energy <laughs> episode. Uh, who knows if we will have more like this. Usually we're in great moods. We're not in bad moods. It's just we're feeling sassy. Sassy. <laughs> My cheeks hurt from smiling, so yeah, I needed this hour. Too. Yeah, Uh, that was really good. So, yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram to be involved in future episodes, we are definitely going to be asking you guys for your input and, I don't know, crowdsourcing some fun stories and stuff like that. So follow us on Instagram. So we're going to be asking them the questions. (laughs) We're going to (laughs) be... The tables have turned. We're going to be your DMs asking you questions. No, just kidding. Um... (laughs) No, but we're going to be definitely asking you guys to contribute to some episodes in the future. We have a fun one in the works. A few fun ones, really. We have a whole list. But anyway, that Instagram account is at Potted Together, just like you do with two plants when you put them together, or three plants in our case. (laughs) So pot those up together at Potted Together. (laughs) Instagram. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) Okay, so you can find us all on our own respective Instagrams and YouTube channels. Uh, Not Dude, Not Dude, My Clean Leaves, My Clean Leaves, De La Plants, Becca De La Plants. Yes. So just to keep it quick, if you guys have any parting words, please insert them here. I just want to say I I appreciate you all. And if you consider me a source of information or regard my opinion – I don't want you to feel bad about asking anything at all. We love you. Well, I think it's important to say thank you if you do regard our opinions as valuable and you trust us. We want to say thank you for that because that's really important. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, do we say (laughs) bye? You approach your microphone like a smooth jazz artist. He, like, swoops in. All right. <laughs> All right. Like, he, like, coddles his microphone, like, puts its hand, his hand on it, and he's like, All right, we're going to close out this podcast here. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Potted Together Podcast. And he makes eye contact with us. I feel like my heart, like, my skin flushes. <laughs> Making me blush. Oh, my God. All right, friends. We're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get out of here. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.